Handbook for Humanity is a production of the DeZormo Foundation, a nonprofit whose goal is to support the dignity of life, born and unborn. If you would like to support Handbook for Humanity and our mission to share truthful conversation about the body, spirit, sexuality, and being a better human today, visit DeZormoFoundation.org. That's D-E-S-O-R-M-E-A-U-X Foundation.org. To donate, look under Funds column and choose Theology of the Body. Thank you for your prayers and support. Welcome, welcome to Handbook for Humanity. Uh, we have a very special episode today. Um, another listener is joining us as a guest. Uh, so today, um, again, Colby Allen joining you as your host. And also in the studio with me is Miss Becky and Tom. So, Hey, good morning. Good morning out there. Love to hear from the listeners. Yes. Yes. So we'll just jump right in. Um, we have a very special guest, Miss Twee Tuttle is joining Hello. us. So Twee, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So uh, how about we take a minute? So how are you, I guess, acquainted, familiar, or connected with uh, our group and our show? Maybe just take a minute to say, um, Becky told me that you're currently in our TOB1 class. Is that correct? TOB2. Yes. Oh, TOB2. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah. I guess that will lead into like how, how in, I met Adele. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, was, uh, I was at a protest in Lafayette, Louisiana in around October 2021. Mm-hmm. And um, it was at that protest that the people that were um, involved were opposing the governor's attempt to mandate the COVID jab and as well as wearing the mask. And, um, I was uh, asked to give a few comments on KL, KLFY News Channel 10 about the mandate. And uh, I just kind of gave it a different spin, I guess, uh, mm-hmm. saying that it was a satanic force and that we're in a spiritual battle and we need to fight against it. And uh, during that protest, I'm, I saw Adele. She was holding her sign, just, you know, she's so energetic, moving her sign up and down and you know, showing the cars, uh, driving by Ambassador Caffrey. And um, she she approached me and she gave me her business card. And uh, she was saying that, you know, probably need like someone young in the theology of the body. Uh, um, I don't know how to say agenda or not agenda, but, you know, the group, the, mm-hmm. you know, the, the movement. Um, and so I, I was just like, oh, okay, well, just kind of, tucked in my uh, purse and um, and then um, the theology of the body course came up and was kind of hesitant about it taking it um, but my husband was interested so um, so we're in one of the classes now and we're learning a lot of stuff so tweet when you came into level two had you done level one yet or no Okay, yeah, because some people do it the other way around. They jump into level two, then level one. Okay, so this is the first time you come into the class with Adele um, at her invitation. And it's been a couple of years since you met her? Yeah. Oh, well, welcome. It's good. Yeah, I'm so glad to know the backstory. I'd also Mm -hmm. offer, too, that you say Adele was very energetic and jumping with her sign. I wouldn't expect anything less. So, (laughs) Of course. So energetic. Our cheerleader. Uh, Mm -hmm. So I'm just like, wow. Like, I don't know. It's it's just her enthusiasm for for what she teaches, too. It shows. Yes. 
Yes, it does. Which I think we'll also, we'll all share that kind of same sentiment. One of the reasons we're attracted to this, this teaching, this philosophy and this message is everyone that encounters it in some way is changed mm-hmm. for yeah. the better. Um, yeah. I think I may have shared this before once, but how I was introduced to it, my, my cousin had went to a seminar with Christopher West and the next morning he called me. It was like a Saturday morning mm-hmm. at like eight o'clock or nine o'clock or something. I was still sleeping. He called me just to say, Hey, I just want to let you know that I, I'm happy. Hmm. He's like, I don't know how to describe it. I don't know what, what, how to, you know, share that with you yet. He's like, I just want to share with you. And I thought it was important that I shared that with you. I was like, what the heck is this? Like, <laughs> but yeah, but, but you to say that, uh, you know, Adele's enthusiasm and her charism mm-hmm. was one thing that drew you into it is, is, mm-hmm. is definitely something. So yeah. 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 Yeah, exciting stuff with that. And, um, you know, we we have dabbled around with possibly um, talking about doing a video part of our podcast in the future. Mm -hmm. We must remember to have Adele bring a sign. (laughs) And uh, and she can entertain the audience and attract some more folks. I'm going to write that down as a note for us. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Twee, for sharing Yeah, thank you for letting us know. Yeah, but (laughs) Becky's also teaching the class. And um, I I learned from her, too, because I'm more of a quiet person. I'm like... I don't think I can, you know, if I'm called to share what I learn with others, like, I don't know if I can be enthusiastic as Adele, but I was just looking at Becky and she's more of a quiet personality like I am. And, but she, she still has her movements. She still expresses through her hands and her body. And, um, and I was kind of drawn to that. I was like, wow, even a quiet person can somehow get the message across. <laughs> <laughs> Thank so like, you for okay, that. Well, <laughs> Thank you, Tweet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. So how about um, we take a second so you have listened to our show for a little while, I'm guessing. Um, are there any particular episodes that stood out to you or that are, you know, were special to you or any major things that you might have learned or taken away from them? Sure. Um, well, I was going on a uh, two-hour drive to New Orleans, and um, in class, uh, I was told that the the Zorman Foundation had this podcast, so I was curious to know uh, what it was about. So when I you know, looked onto the podcast listing, and I saw there was uh, one that was uh, an interview with a nurse named Brandy Be- Bellard, I think. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um and then since I, I'm also a nurse myself, I wanted to see or hear what uh, a fellow nurse would well, want to share. So I listened to uh, episode 23 on natural fertility awareness. Mm-hmm. And then um, and then I had another road trip that was a bit shorter. So um, I listened to episode 22 on inheritance. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, just kind of caught on by wow these are like wholesome programs so let's listen to more so listen to the episode 24 on the epiphany and music mm. yes awesome so i think also the all those episodes are special for us but in a way you mentioned the one you listened to first was with brandy about natural fertility <laughs> is there any specific topic or thing that stood out to you about that episode that you may have connected with um yeah i um I guess towards the end when she was talking about contraceptives, um, uh, I kind of tuned in some more because uh, in my practice as a nurse, I only um, got into a situation once where I had to um, give uh, a patient a a contraceptive pill. When I realized it was a contraceptive pill, at first I thought uh, I was giving a medication to treat something else. 
And then when I looked it up, uh, I found out it was a contraceptive pill, and I felt guilty because I had given it to her uh, a day before. Um, And so I wanted to hear what uh, other options there are for uh, besides contraceptives for uh, treatments. Mm. Um, I know during that time that um, I had the courage to ask the patient's physician. are there any other options besides the contraceptive pill? And the physician said no. And hmm. I thank God I had the courage to ask my uh, team leader to, you know, like, I don't feel comfortable giving this and it's not my belief. Mm-hmm. And like, but the uh, team leader kind of just shrugged and said, well, you know, like, I take it, you know, so what's the big deal about giving it? I'll give it. But so I kind of felt belittled, but, um, I felt I was doing the right thing, and um, I listened to Nurse Brandy uh, share that um, doctors who prescribe contraceptives may not know any better, and they think Mm -hmm. that's the only treatment plan out there for certain diseases. Or It seems like Brandy was sharing, like, diseases that seems like that's not an option, but yet they still prescribe that. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and one of them was on, um, treating irregular periods. And I know in the course of my life, uh, my younger, uh, college years that I had irregular, uh, menstrual cycle and the physician prescribed that contraceptive, uh, pill for me also. And so I just trusted the medical, uh, person, you know, um, that he was doing the right thing giving me the right treatment and I took it and um I mean Brandy explained that it was like a false bleeding mm-hmm. um but somehow I my menstrual cycle came back to normal and so I thought okay well that's the right treatment mm-hmm. but over the years I heard I'm I'm learning that you know there there are other options out there mm-hmm. um but also um not long after we spoke with Brandy, we all had the episodes and conversation with Dr. Susan Caldwell. And I think those mm-hmm. conversations complemented each other very well because just like you said, yes. many doctors either don't know or they don't do additional research to find out if there are alternative therapies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so the default is just to go to quote unquote, what's easy, you know, mm-hmm. to try to f- either alleviate symptoms or, you know, it addresses certain problems, but not others. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, yeah, it's unfortunate that those conversations or, you know, medical professionals don't, don't really dig into that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I can, sorry for your experience, but I'm, I'm glad that what Brandy shared and, and part of what Dr. Susan shared was uh, what resonated with you. Yeah. And your courage, like you said, to, um, to raise the issue in the, in the medical field, you know, hopefully yeah. we'll, um, we'll maybe lead the way to being able to speak about uh, these other options that some physicians, few though uh, they are, are actually finding a lot of um, a lot of you know healing coming from them and being a better option for women and and you never know when that will you know change, right? Uh, mm-hmm. If enough people are bringing forth what they believe or understand about the issues that are you know both on the on the biological level and like on the just what's good for the human person you know, mm-hmm. woman, psychologically, spiritually, physically, all of it, um, you know, maybe there can be a real uh, 
turn around eventually. We're hopeful about that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just as a nurse, I feel um, I'm more, I'm held more accountable for what I say to others about contraceptives. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I myself have misinformed others about uh, um, using it for cases of like uh, rape or irregular menstrual cycle. I'm thinking at that time you're not conceiving yet so it should be like you're not killing a life but it's still not a good option mm-hmm. so um i guess that's that's where that um pandemic was kind of hitting me was um the misinformation and mm-hmm. how that can skew others uh to uh, being misinformed and it it guides their decisions in a different way if you know according to what information they're given yeah. Yeah. You know, there, um, there was, we, we, when we talked, uh, when we did the episode with Dr. Caldwell, um, we talked about bioethics and, and the different ways that, uh, that Catholic bioethics and what we believe and, and bringing that into the medical field to hopefully maybe, um, be that, that source of change and a new way of looking at things, um, for women's health. And when you talk about like, you know, being raped and, and using the contraceptive pill, um, there was um, there was something that was raised in that bioethics class. Twee, I don't know if you ever heard about this. When um, when a woman has been uh, assaulted um, and she goes to a Catholic hospital, there is a protocol uh, that can be done. Um, it's it's a it's a very small window, but um, where she can be tested to see where she is in her cycle, mm-hmm. and if it, if she's not ovulating or she will not ovulate within the within the time it would take for the sperm to um you know to die then they can mm-hmm. administer um an uh, the ovulate ovulation suppressant um mm-hmm. and spermicide because that woman doesn't have an obligation to conceive a child with someone who has done violence against her and not many okay. people know about that catholic bioethics yeah a piece, and so we learned about that when we were studying, and um, and that there really is a directive and a and a, and something that can uh, be given to women that option, but it's always around making sure that we do not have the possibility of ending life by whatever it is that's done to protect her. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so um, yeah, I don't know if you've ever heard of that before. Um, I did, but I, I guess I didn't know the specifics of, I, I've heard of the time frame, mm-hmm. um, but I guess to, to be specific with someone else about it, I, I guess I'm not there yet to yeah. know how to mm-hmm. word it. Yeah, okay. it, it's a very challenging conversation because yes. I recall even in that class, yes, many people that with good heart, good will that talk about this stuff all the time, mm-hmm. weren't familiar with that conversation either. No, not many people do know about it at yeah. all. Um, and and the, the the small window, you know, if, if more people knew about it, maybe they could help, you know, those who come to them in circumstances right away because that, that window is very small to be able to get her to the hospital and to be able to have those, um, those tests to be able to see where she is in her cycle and possibly, you know, um, be able to help her. Um, mm-hmm. in that particular way. So I think to an analogy, it's not perfect, but an analogy is the concept of, like you said, protecting yourself from an unjust aggressor. Yes. So in the, the case of like self-defense or, 
you know, protecting someone else from harm. You know, the person committing the act is, has no right to mm-hmm. that which they're doing. Yes. And so it's not a perfect analogy, but it's, it's in a way similar to protecting yourself from something which you yeah. are not subject to. It would be self-defense in a way, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but okay. at the same time, always keeping first the most innocent, which would be the human life that's developed, that could possibly um, be developing in the womb or uh, come come to be before administering that um, that medication and those um, those those things for her. Yeah. Right. So it's safe to administer before conception occurs, and to and the tests are run so that there's a there's a uh, you know like a a real awareness of um, that there would be no chance for conception within a number of hours, days, and that kind of thing. No mm-hmm. ovulation that would lead to conception that the drug might interact with. So it's mm-hmm. that's why the, that window is very small and slight, but it's still a possibility. And I'm trying to find, there is an article or several resources from the National Catholic Bioethics yes. Center mm-hmm. that would kind of explain this in a little more detail. Yeah. So yeah. we'll try to find those resources and yeah. share them in the show notes. Well, I'll put it in the show mm-hmm. notes. Mm-hmm. Um, so you did mention also that you had to listen to the episode before about inheritance and also the episode after where we spoke with Greg regarding music. Uh, mm-hmm. are there any say themes or any common threads throughout the episodes we have that maybe, um, relate to your own life experience? Cause one of the things we try to do with our shows is relate to common human experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what's down, what, I think overall what I'm hearing is um, truth being spoken and uh, life-giving ways of protecting life in different ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just hearing, well, I hear the, um, I, I guess that in class we're uh, taught that um, God, the infinity sign Mm-hmm. That God is uh, the exchange of love is infinite, and God gives Himself totally to of Himself to uh, Jesus, and and Jesus in return gives Himself totally back to God, and and from there the Holy Spirit is proceeded. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I I sense the um, good news of those on the podcast that they want to share the good news and the gift that God has given them. And they're excited to share those gifts to as many people as they want, or they could. Mm. And then um, I I could hear the respectful interactions. I guess I'm learning from listening to those in the podcast, the um, respect that you all have for each other. Uh, So even though it's not a topic, but for me, it stands out how... Um, you're having this conversation, but it's respectful, um, and it's uh, it's a conversation. It's not a debate. It's not an argument. Mm. Um, I think, in a way, that's uh, to me that witnesses life. Of, I don't know. It's just a respectful show, um, and um, but for the episodes about inheritance, I was thinking. Uh, that uh, 
what stood out was that everybody has a biological inheritance. And I think somebody said even as an adopted child, they have an inheritance. Uh-huh. I kind of I knew that, but I kind of see it in a different way. I mm-hmm. guess once it was uh, phrased that way, uh, and then it was uh, shared that the uh, Jesse tree was um, a means to remember our inheritance. Uh, that God's plan of salvation involved imperfect people. He wanted. And he wanted it that way. And I think Adele had shared that a priest uh, once said that um, those were the people that God had to choose from. And 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 I think Becky followed up with like, well, that's, you know, it's a sign of hope mm-hmm. um, that God's salvation would include us imperfect people. And um and I think in the show, it's like nobody is uh, perfect, but yet we all want that goodness for the other person. Uh, we want to share what we know, what we feel is good uh, and helpful for others. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. I mean, because what's the, the point of having good news if it's not shared, per se? Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. Or when I was in, uh, in elementary school, we had these Bible songs that we were saying, but it's the the scripture of, you know, if you have a light, don't hide it under a bushel. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, was it hide it under a bushel? No. Yeah. I'm going to let it shine. This little light of mine. Yep. Right. <laughs> but it's true. Like you yeah. say, Thwee, it's like, and and thank you for sharing that, that um, we, uh, yeah, I think it also, again, points back to the power and, and the truth that you, you mentioned of this message that we, we try to share is we we all have different aspects and walks of life that we're in and, and different missions that we're trying to fulfill or, but this, this one thing is consistent and it is very powerful truth. And that is the one thing that we do share in, in our common human experience. Mm-hmm. And so no matter where we are, what we're doing, that is the one, one way that we are tied and, and related to one another. And to bring that back to inheritance, we are all children of God. So again, regardless of you know where we're mm-hmm. from or what we do, we, we all share that common inheritance. Um, so thank you for sharing that. It's, you know, it's a uh, very special. Yeah. Well, is there a, it's a curveball question, not in our show notes, but are there any topics, um, thinking about our, the things that we've had talked about before or conversations we've had, are there any topics that you would like for us to discuss or maybe share or go through on the show in our conversations? Well, you got me on that. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. You can take, take some time to think about it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't have any right now, but I think when you have a podcast that asks a question, um, it makes me, the listener, think like, okay, what would be my response? Like, um, oh, good. Yeah. like when you, mm-hmm. like one of the podcasts, uh, why did Jesus become one of us? And I'll be like, yeah, what would be the Catholic answer? What, what, what is it? <laughs> and so then Adele would, you know, I would have a, I think this would be the answer. And then I kind of listened to see what your answer would be. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Greg had a an, uh, question on like, name a time when you were impacted by music. And so I, I think I was stumped on that because I was like, lately I haven't been listening to music. So, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, um, and so, I, yeah, some of the questions I just get stumped on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was just like, I don't know. <laughs> That's a good point, though, because, I mean, oftentimes we try to prepare the conversations, but our contributors probably have their own questions that we should 
encourage or be open to. Yeah. So, yeah. Because I remember even Kyle did that when we started. Kyle was the first one they introduced to an icebreaker at the beginning of the show. Mm. Like, they mm-hmm. didn't tell us that either. So we were kind of thrown off guard as well. <laughs> but no, it's good. Thank you for yeah. that uh, that recommendation. We'll, we'll definitely we'll yes. start doing that more. You're mm-hmm. welcome. Awesome. Well, uh, is there anything else you would like to share uh, with other listeners as we, we get to the end of our conversation? I think um, as a medical person, I think the quote that stood out for me was, I don't know who said it, um, that science is not supposed to control or dominate, mm-hmm. but to inspire us. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so I think it's just, uh, we just need to speak truth with love and each person is in their own uh, receiving capacity at that time to receive that truth. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's not something that we we should um I guess force others to see it the same way that we see. I guess it includes our our faith and anything, any truth that we know. Thank you for that. That's a very generous, um, yeah, way to enter into a conversation, especially I guess um, working in the medical field with so many different um, the diversity of of people that you encounter. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. And also, I guess goes to the. The phrase "actions speak louder than words." Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about the song, you know, they'll know we are Christians by our love. By our love, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Sometimes, if it's what Saint yeah. Paul said, if if we speak truth but without love, it's mm-hmm. just a, a noisy gong or symbol. Yes. And nobody mm-hmm. wants to listen to that by mm-hmm. itself. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah. So thank you. That's yeah. a, a good reminder for, for all of us. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Thuy, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate everything you share with us. Yes. And uh, we we look forward to um, continuing our conversations and and uh hopefully helping other listeners as well. So thank you for joining us. Yes. Thank you. Before we leave you, we have a special announcement about an event that we're hosting and that's coming up very soon. And to joke, this is take two. We messed up the first one. So (laughs) Tom, do you want to share some of the details? Calling me out on that, Mr. Kobe. Appreciate it. Yes. uh, Super excited about this event. Valentine's Day, of course, the 14th of February, an event for single adults and couples to celebrate authentic love. We've got Hub City Ford as a sponsor for us, and we've got guest priest, Father Andrew Schumacher is Mm. gonna come share uh, some of his uh, incredible insights on this particular topic. Uh, Becky, maybe a little bit more you could share with us. Yeah, really excited about um, being able to gather uh, the larger group of people that we've been serving over the past year, right? And be able to invite them and others that they might wanna bring along um, to join us. Uh, the night is going to involve some really great food, right? Really great company, time for visiting, um, time to just uh, celebrate together um, the accomplishment of a year of being able to start this this new ministry at Desormo and, um, and share the fruits of it together. Um, we're looking forward to to kind of just uh, sharing more about the mission um, and the structure of how we do things um, as part of our conversation that night, just so that we can, um, help people to understand better as they enter in, um, for more with us. And that's going to be a great joy. One of the things I'd like to really, um, kind of hit on just as a kind of a teaser, um, Mm -hmm. is the theme that we've chosen. Um, this, you know, the true heart of Valentine's, like the sacred heart. Um, as we were really prayerfully considering this, um, this benefit, and this celebration, um, one of the things that that had came up for us is, you know, the Sacred Heart of Jesus really is very key, of course, for all of us as Catholics, but particularly the Disarmo Foundation 
And all of the properties are consecrated to the heart of Jesus through the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Um, and so that's really where the work flows from. Um, it's what we desire to, you know, to offer to the Lord um, and to bear fruit with is in communion um, with his heart. Uh, he takes all that we offer him, you know, with the strengths and the weaknesses and the, and the you know, all the, the things that come along with the work and he makes it something beautiful. That's what we've experienced so far over the past year. So we have the good news to speak about that and to invite people into it. And what a great day to break open that good news yeah. on Valentine's Day, right? So looking forward to sharing more about that um, at that special celebration. Mm-hmm. And listeners, to prepare for this event, you can also go back and listen to our episode, The Heart of the Matter. Yes, mm. good idea. There to you go. prepare and bring your heart to connect with the Sacred Heart of Christ. Yes, because we're really going to be opening it up to have a conversation, just like this podcast is a conversation, that that night we're going to have time to really converse together, even in smaller groups and larger groups, to, to really share uh, about the past year and uh, those who've engaged in some way uh, with the content that we've offered and the gatherings that we've had. Mm-hmm. Super uh, uh, event. We're looking forward to it. Uh, details, Rock and Bowl to Lafayette, Tuesday, February 14th, 6.30 to 9, um, $45 for singles and $90 for couples. As Becky said, you know, enjoy drinks, dinner, door prizes. Great company there. Um, Adele will be there. Um, yes. So definitely come out for that. And um, this um, particular event, uh, you can register, register at uh, disarmofoundation.org slash donate. And that brings you to our registration page. Again, that's disarmofoundation.org slash donate. Yeah, thank you for that. And um, we've had a, some new developments since we released that information. What else is happening for us that we now have to offer um, that evening, Tom? Well, um, this is Rock and Bowl de Lafayette. Yes. So um, you will be able to bowl. What's the point of going to bowling center if you're not going to bowl, right? (laughs) That's right. That's right. Uh, So lots of stuff uh, going on that evening. Um, Please come out and support us and and have a great time. We're really looking forward to uh, making this community continue to grow and uh, and inspire others um, as we've been inspired. Mm -hmm. And also the appeal, if you register for this event, we also ask you please share it with a friend. Yes. With another couple. Spread the word. We spread the word. So we we definitely want to see you there. We want to see everyone that you would want to bring there. So uh, we look forward to it, and we'll see you then. And thank you for joining us today. You can find everything we referenced and discussed in today's show notes. If you'd like to contact us with a question or comment or anything you want to share, let us know. Please send an email to handbookfh1 at gmail.com. Again, that's handbookfh1 at gmail.com. Please subscribe to this podcast. We are available on all major networks such as Spotify, Apple, or Google. If you have a minute, please leave a review. Honest, what you think. We definitely want to know. Share with your friends, family, anyone who is human that you think can benefit from these conversations. Handbook for Humanity is a production of the DeZormo Foundation, a nonprofit whose goal is to support the dignity of life, born and unborn. If you would like to support Handbook for Humanity and our mission to share truthful conversation about the body, spirit, sexuality, and being a better human today, visit desormofoundation.org. That's D-E-S-O-R-M-E-A-U-X foundation.org. To donate, look under Funds column and choose Theology of the Body. Thank you for your prayers and support.